This episode is sponsored by Body Dynamics. And as you guys already know, there's no better time than the present to start supplementing your nutrition to help fight against poor health. At Body Dynamics, they provide third-party tested supplements such as the Mega Nutritional Vitamins, Total Digestion Probiotic, CBD Oil, and that's just to name a few. They have a ton of stuff on their website. They have a lot of different supplements to check out for your different needs. They have testimonials. They have reviews. They have videos with information on it. It's a great website. Just go to bodydynamics.com right now to check it out. And to make it even better, all listeners of the Rock Savages podcast will receive a 10% discount on all of your purchases when you enter the coupon code ROCK at checkout. R-O-C-K at checkout. Again, enter coupon code ROCK to receive 10% off of your order. And start down a better road to health today. What's up, everyone? This is episode 74 of the Rock Savages podcast today. You can find us at rocksavagepod.com. You can subscribe to our RSS feed there. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher, as well as any other podcast platform out there. So uh, subscribe, follow, rate, and review. It helps us out. Now, today, on this episode... It's just me and Paul, man. We're just we're just talking. We we wanted to catch up. We have a lot of uh, interviews coming up with some uh, some really cool folks, but uh, I was gonna I was gonna release some of them, but I, I think I'm gonna postpone it till uh, next week to uh, you know just to catch up. You know, we haven't uh, sat down and talked since all this uh, COVID nineteen stuff has happened. And uh, so we just decided to do that to catch up with uh, each other and, you know, see what's going on, make sure everyone's cool. And, uh, you know, it's been an adventure, to say the least. We share our thoughts on what's kind of going on out there in the world. And we don't claim to know everything. We're just kind of throwing ideas out there and, you know, throwing our thought process out there as this coronavirus thing progresses forward you know so everyone's talking about it we couldn't avoid it and if anybody has been listening to the last couple uh episodes of the rock savages podcast with you know our interviews um it it comes up in conversations and it how can it not i mean the whole music industry is pretty much shut down right now i mean everyone's at home so you know, it's kind of concerning. You know, a lot of people rely on touring, you know, to pay the bills, you know, and everyone's just kind of sitting at home. And I'm not sure if a lot of musicians can, you know, sign up for unemployment benefits. You know, I just, I just don't know. So uh, it's it's a crazy time, man. We, uh, we dig into it a little bit and uh, share our thoughts on it all. Now I have to mention that because we've been doing so much podcasting, our our uh, recording equipment was jam-packed full of files, and it kind of cut us short at the end, so I apologize for that, but uh, that's just how it goes sometimes when you're so busy podcasting and recording all of this stuff, you forget to clear your machine out, you know? We're called professionals over here. Ha-ha. 
So, I hope you guys dig this one. We will commence with uh, our interview with John Custer, record producer for Corrosion of Conformity. That will be the next episode of the Rock Savages podcast. We were going to do it this week, but uh, I think we're going to go ahead and do it next week. Um, It's a great conversation. It will be several weeks after we recorded it, so we just... we. Me and John, you know, touched on the uh, whole COVID-19 thing, too. So um, look forward to that in the near future. Again, subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast, man. It helps us get up in the charts, gets exposure, gets the listenership up, and that's the name of the game in podcasting. So we appreciate all of the support. And just take care of each other, man. Support small businesses, support podcasts, and support music any way you can, man. And, oh, so here we go. This is me and Paul talking about our new quarantine life, episode 74 of the Rock Savages podcast. Let's hit record. Yeah. Mm -mm -mm. Right on, man. Here we are. What's up? You know... Doing things and stuff. This is the quarantine version of the Rock Savages. And we're holed up in the the green room. We sure are. Is it green? One wall's green. Just just paint the sky blue, man. Sky blue. Not doing it. No. No. No good. I'm not doing it like a baby's room. <laughs> I think it looks cool. I think that's the color I painted my my son's room when he was born. Put some lights, put some lights up around it, you know, like Christmas lights, make it nice and ambient. Ambient, ambient. No, thank you. We'll pass on that. How's quarantine life treating you? Uh, you know, I don't think mine has changed much at all. Yeah. I mean, I, I working home, working I haven't home. gone out to eat or anything, well, obviously, no. but I've got carry out and we're not huge out to eaters. We go out and probably do a little shopping. Yep. Uh, but that's it. Nothing's really changed for me. Yeah. I'm I like mean, work has changed. It's off the hook. Crazy busy. Which is good for you. That's yeah, uh, yeah. feel fortunate. A lot of people are, a lot of people have lost their jobs and they're not going to get them back. Yeah, very. I mean, I mean, they're they're they pushed this to everyone knows, but they pushed it to April thirtieth now, and they said maybe. It's like, yeah, okay, half the businesses in the country are going to be gone and they're never coming back. You know, you have these pundits on these media channels saying now oh, it's going to come just come roaring back. The economy is just going to come roaring back. It's like you don't know that. Nobody knows that, so to say that with confidence is foolish and just plain stupid, really. Agreed. I think it's ridiculous. Absolutely. You never know. You never. You don't know, and you know. I, I told them, I was talking uh, to my something. wife the other day. She was one of the people that is working from home, and I do think that her job could totally be completely work at home she there's no reason for her to go into office no reason to pay a lease for a building that has six people in it right you know she could totally work from home with no issue and i th- I, I think i kind of gave her some a little bit of reality i could be way off but i have a feeling that this pandemic is going to 
kind of thin out a lot of unnecessary jobs, unnecessary positions. Yeah, it will. It's a learning experience. Like businesses will slim down if they think they can. And yeah, everyone's working from home. Surprise. It's like it can get done, maybe even more efficiently, you know? Who knows? I'm two on, two off, man. I'm essential, buddy. Yep. I, I will be working two days and then have two days off until the end of the month. So there's what what this has done is kind of erased the weekend because nobody can go do anything anyway. So it's like, I guess I don't. it doesn't bother me at all. It's kind of, it might be cool. The thing is, I might get used to it. And then when we go back to doing normal eight hours, you know, it'll be, we'll be like, what? We got to work five days in a row. You know, what the fuck? But, uh, yeah, that'll we'll suck. See. We'll see. It's the, uh, it's not the virus that concerns me. I mean, you know, we've talked about this off mic, but it's, it's how it's going to change society. You know, it's, uh, the government reaction to it is almost always overblown and it's obviously on the way to being overblown. I mean, they're going to print $2 trillion. Only $250 billion of it is going to these relief checks, as they say. So where's the fucking rest of it going, you know? It's the, it's, it feels like 2008 all over again. And when I mean, when you print this much money, there's always consequences, you know? We'll see. The future is unknown, as it always is, I guess. Yeah, shit's getting uh, I think it's kind of normalizing now that people are realizing that toilet paper is not going to run out. There's still going to be food on the shelves. Uh, As long as the the essential things are still there, it's going to be a while before the money completely runs out and people start losing their shit. Yeah, I don't understand the hoarding issue. It's like that's just an example of people not thinking about what's going on. Supply chains are still there, obviously. Grocery stores are still full. It's these fools coming in and just buying up all the shit because you know they're so self, they're so you know self-centered. Scared. I don't know if it's self-centered. It's scared. Scared. Showing everybody what's up. But at at this point in the game, though, they should be like, like you said, they should be like kind of calming down, realizing that it's not a supply issue yet. Not to say that can't happen in the future. I mean, what people don't understand is like everything that we have, all this cool shit, like grocery stores that have anything and. Everything you your heart desires as far as, you know, sustenance goes, you know, human beings haven't had this shit that long. And it's 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 a really fragile thing. The supply chain is very fragile. Capitalism as a whole is really fragile, as we're seeing, you know, with the stock markets and stuff going down. So you can't be fucked with it. It has to be able to operate on its own in some capacity. And it's. That's the concerning shit for me. I've always I've known this stuff for a while. It's like, yeah, if you if you mess with it, you're not gonna have all the cool stuff you want anymore. I mean, the <laughs> shit doesn't grow on trees, you know. It's not magic. So yeah, I don't know. It's some thoughts on the, all this. I I resent the fact that you know we have a small group of people in a far off land telling us that what we can and cannot do don't leave your house and all this shit. And I get the social distancing thing. That's reasonable. 
you know, uh, old people should stay in and probably little babies should stay in. And then everybody else is going to get it because they keep telling us this is the new normal. And if, if that's the case, then what are we doing? You know, we're just trying to save the health, uh, you know, the, the industry, you know, the hospitals and all that stuff. I mean, to not overload them. I mean, the fact that we have a, a bureaucracy that's in charge of all this and everybody's so faithful in, in how these things work. And then something actually does happen and they're just t- totally not prepared. And I'm going to tell you, this pandemic isn't nearly as bad as it could be. So, I mean, what are they going to do? They gonna they gonna get their shit together? Nah, probably not. Right? No, because I mean, there's no clear answer. I mean, other than dumping more money into that, that's a, the only answer for a, them. A system that you know we all see as being a failure to begin with. I mean, we're gonna dump more money into medical industry or politics to see where where does that where's that money gonna go? Right, somewhere else where it shouldn't be going. Right. You know. And the whole thing, yeah, it, it's like people over, that make over 75000 bucks don't get the check. And it's like, yeah, but they get the consequences of the check, you know. The potential hyperinflation, the, the rising cost of consumer. Just give it to everyone. If you're going to print the money, give it to everyone, you know. We're all going to pay the price. I think like, this is just a band-aid on a much larger problem and it's it, that's the scary shit. That's what I that really that's the thing that really makes me well, uncomfortable. It's just increasing the uh people suckling from the teat. Yeah. <laughs> you the, know, you don't need to go to work. We can just make this a regular thing. May, you know, maybe. Maybe that's the plan. Maybe they're trying some shit out. We're talking some conspiracy theories. Good thing Dave isn't here, man. Be talking about fucking aliens and shit. Yeah, he'd he'd be all all knee deep in it. <laughs> yeah, I was watching Alex Jones, man, and he was saying, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no shit." Was he wearing his NASA shirt? Pizzagate. Yeah, well, you know, uh, good old Alex Jones. He's, he's crazy been, as he's fuck. Been right on a couple things. He's been right on some shit. He, he, you know, give credit where credit is due. He might be bad shit crazy, and I'm assuming he is, but you know. He's the, the man has been right about uh, several things. So, I mean, you know, I don't know. Remember when they were right down the road here? Infowars was right down the road from us. We're, we're in a small, like, farm community out in Ohio, outside of Akron. And uh, there's a small, uh, like a meat store. It's a meat farm. It's a meat company. You know, it's a uh, family it's farm. It's a butcher shop. Yeah, yeah. A butcher shop. And they have a little grocery store. And Infowars came out here because there was a bunch of uh, vegans protesting. And it's like, ah, who are you people? They they came from all over the United States, you know, just come to Mogador. And the cops made them stand in the ditch, you know. It's like you stand in the ditch and you exercise your rights. <laughs> I was like, this, this, this family farm here you hate so much? Not going anywhere because it's jam-packed all the fucking time. Very bizarre to see Infowars and... Our little town. Yeah, I remember seeing the video. No Alex Jones, though. Just a couple of his yeah, I think minions. It his, I think it was his crew, yeah. That was nuts. Claim to fame. But uh, they didn't come back. I mean, do these people... Who are these people? They they, they travel all over and they protest family farms and, uh, and then they disappear. 
nothing happens. You got you got to be crazy if you keep doing that over and over and nothing new happens. Um, they've got their little flag that they're toting. Yeah, it's a I, 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 I can see their perspective. Signaling. I can see their perspective. I can understand the whole vegan live and let live mantra. I can respect it. I understand it. I do understand it. I, you know, respect is, is an awful strong word. I, I don't know. I, I think if you just are a vegan and you're just going about your life, hey, there's no, nothing wrong with that, you know, at all. You know, but I think when you want to disrupt somebody else's way of life to put forward your agenda, and it, you know, yeah, that's not right. I don't agree. With I that. agree. I agree. I, I, I guess I understand the vegan philosophy more than their execution on some of their their methods of trying to communicate the message. I and I, I agree with the core value of veganism in that it's against factory farming and I'm in man. I mean, you know, I agree completely with that. I try to buy grass fed meat and, uh, you know, animals that were, have been theoretically treated well. If they made meat in a laboratory and it was past all the health inspections and would you eat that meat? It was the same taste, same, you couldn't tell the difference. Same nutrition. Same cost, same nutrition. Yeah, I think probably I would. go completely meatless and eat. Yeah, and I think they're doing that now, right? I think they're well on their way to getting that done. And that's uh, good, right? I guess, depends on how they make it, you know? Is Is that bad for the environment too? I don't know. What's is the there long term effect? Is there nuclear waste after you make a steak? You know, mm. you're probably not going to eat it then. You know, nuclear cow steak does sound good. Nuclear Do- when does not sound good? Nuclear steak that would be the band name. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. Nuclear steak, bro. <laughs> Rule one word or two. I'd have to be two. Two words, huh? That's no fun, really, dude. Nuclear steak. We're going to put, like, the dots above, like, Motley Crue, Motorhead. Sure. And a biohazard symbol in the background, or the nuclear waste symbol in the background. Yeah. Totally original. No, I'm over it. It's not a lot of music news, because everybody's at home. Nope. All, the, all these musicians are out. They're getting online and doing like the live streaming stuff. That's kind of cool, you know. Yeah, I mean, you got to stay busy. Somehow. Better than nothing. Some of these folks are in bad shape, though, man. Yeah, I mean, some people got entirely too much fucking spare time. Yeah, well, some of them don't have any money. That's their only stream of income is they're going on the road, you know. And you know what people don't understand is that a lot of these bands you are that your perception is of them being big and having money. A lot of them don't. I mean, it's gig to gig lifestyle, man. And, uh, when you cut everything off like this, people can't go out on the road, man. That's, that's dire for them. So it's, uh, it's, it's serious on a, on a number of levels. Shutting the whole economy down is going to have a, an effect on our culture and society, probably for years to come. I don't, you know, see us. Oh, hands down. I think if it's not um, 
economically, it's socially. I mean, I think social distancing is going to be the thing. People are going to keep their distance more than ever. I mean, they've changed the way you check out at a store. Yeah. No, you got six feet apart. Yep. Got the tape on the ground. Everybody's going out there and using their hand sanitizer and wiping up after you leave. They getting they getting ready for the camps, dude. Is this a test? Well, I mean, they're. I'm standing off the tape from now on, dude. (laughs) I mean, there's there's a lot of things are going to change. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's like when nine eleven happened. It was, it was so fucking bizarre, because we had never seen anything like that in our lives. And the, but I knew, while seeing the footage, it's like, oh, life is never gonna be the fucking same again, ever. It's this is gonna change the entire world, forever. It was kind of like we have an old life, and all of a sudden this new life. Imagine like two planets just kind of colliding. And just one exploding the other planet, and you just see the fragments of the old planet kind of floating away. That's the old life, and this new life has happened. It's shocking. And I think this is probably going to be one of those events. Like, government's going to get bigger than ever and more powerful than ever. And uh, I don't see a lot of good coming out of it. Well, who knows? Yeah, who, what could be the possible good? I mean, I don't know, man. I really don't. Are they really is is there really minimizing death? Is it? I mean, probably statistically, I don't know that the the numbers I I don't I'm not a numbers expert when it comes to, you know, the mortality rate, but I see that it's going down. Um I see that their expected mortality rates and infection rates are going down based off what they projected. Um and that's only off of their logged cases. How many people had it, right, and didn't report it, right, because it wasn't even severe enough to report. Well, and I guess the flu was like really bad in December and January, because a lot of people have now come out and said I probably had that shit back right. then. I didn't know it because it was awful. You know, because I usually knock on wood don't get the flu. But what from what I've read is that it's it's not deadlier than the flu, but it's more contagious. So it's it's it, one person can infect two or three people, whereas the normal flu doesn't usually do that. That's how I understand it. Mm. So I mean, the social distancing is you know reasonable. Like I said, I think it should be reasonable anyway. Well, yeah, but uh, at the same time, you know, are you not? You know, by maintaining this social distance all the time, are you also making yourself more vulnerable because you you don't build up the antibodies and you know the immunities that you would normally? I mean, they've they've said before, you know, incubating your children and keeping them from getting sickness or right. going out is actually making them worse off. Right. Is this not? something similar probably i would think so i you know there's i i don't know for sure there the information is changing all the time but they're not sure if like you get it once and you just don't get it again right you know it might be one of those things hopefully it is because then it will go away a lot faster but uh yeah you're probably right man i mean it's kind of like disinfecting your hands all the time i mean what you're doing there and i know everybody came here to learn how to wash their hands they came to the Rock Savages podcast to do that. You're welcome. 
you have to talk about it. <laughs> I've been trained. I've been. I've honestly. I've. I'm serious when I say this. I've been. I've been trained on how to wash my hands. So I've washed my hands correctly for quite a long time. And how they did it was they. They uh, they sprayed this stuff on our on our hands that you could see under a black light. So what they what they did was they told everybody to go wash their hands. So we did. Then they sprayed our hands with this stuff and then they put them under a black light. So go wash your hands, come back. We're going to spray your, this thing down and put your hands under a black light and see if you got all the, all the stuff off. And uh, everybody did. And there was still stuff on your hands, you know? Right. And so then they taught us how to wash our hands for the 20 seconds and getting under the nails and all that shit. And uh, it totally different when you come back and you do that again. So that was striking to me. I was like, Oh, you know, and I didn't learn this shit until I was, of course, the top. So a lot of people don't know how to do that. Maybe they'll do that correctly now and save us a lot of fucking trouble. But, you know, yeah, it's weird. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of annoyed with the news because it's all over the place. And, you know, I want to put a kibosh on everything. Yeah. You yeah. Know, anything that you thought cool was coming up is not happening. Yeah. Right. It's like I we mean, had planned a summer and everything. coming out. Right. I mean, uh, that's I'm, fucked up. I don't go to the movies much, but you would think they'd have a backup plan. Yeah. For uh, movie releases. Right. They can't just like stream it online. Under, I'm, I'm sure they'll lose a shit ton of money, but you know. Well, if you guys are gonna lock us in our fucking houses, then give us all the free movies you can. And uh, you know, some some companies are doing that. You know. Yeah. They put all can, the GI Joe cartoons on YouTube for free, dude. You can stream. Metalocalypse yeah. on Adult Swim right now yeah. as the best thing that's happened since, uh, you know, stemming Forever. from the coronavirus. Yeah, any help that we can get. I mean, that's all cool shit, but yeah, man. I mean, who knows? Questionable. The summer's like, what? Well, what are we going to do? We had vacations planned and everything. And yeah, people are dying. I know that it's serious shit. You know, it's not, I'm not taking this for, you know, I'm not saying it isn't serious. I'm just saying, I think, I think the reaction has been. An well, overreaction. I, I don't know. know about you, but I've I've went to a couple parks since then thinking, well, now's a good time to go out and do some hiking. And everyone's out. Packed. Yeah. They're packed. Yeah. It's like it's uh, all you can do. But you know, the governor, you know, we're in Ohio, so the governor in Ohio is like, another crackdown's coming and he's gonna shut down the state parks. What the fuck? I mean Is he gonna does it mean you're gonna get a check for all that? You know, those state taxes you're paying for that? Yeah, I, yeah I'm sure. I'm sure there's going to be... Yeah, you, you know what? We're going to cancel income taxes in Ohio for a while. Why don't you do that, you fuckers? You know, you got your printing press anyway. Your government money's coming. And go outside. I mean, going outside is probably better for you. Just stay away from people. That's it. I mean, I don't understand the, what, what the fucking problem is at all. Yeah, you can go to the grocery store and be around a bunch of people, but you better not be outside around a bunch of people. Yeah, that makes zero sense, man. Zero. Zero fucking sense. Yeah, it's not like you're handling the same stuff. You're walking on a fucking path. <laughs> yeah, you're six feet apart. I'm always six feet apart from people in a park anyway. Probably more like 10 or 20 feet. You know? Minimum. Yeah, yeah. If you're on a trail, you're not like following up behind somebody. Right, right up on their ass like, hey, how's it going? Like, Yeah, well, they'll show like full, you know, picnics people have picnics at the park that's their family if they weren't there they'd be home that distance apart right <laughs> i mean it's fucking it's not rocket science clown shoes dude it we is. live in fucking <laughs> i mean it's just like oh, what the fuck is going on it's so bizarre i just don't understand it 
And here's the the thing about the toilet paper thing. I mean, I've all, I'm all only noticing the shortages still at Walmart. Everywhere else is cool, and I've noticed at Walmart too, because we you know we never used to go in. We just get our stuff. Um, you know, we do pickup, so they would just come bring it in. And so now we have to go in because they've canceled that. That doesn't make any sense either to me. I'm like, okay, so you're going to force us to go into the fucking store, but you're going to cancel the pickup, which is minimizing contact with everyone, except for your workers who can wear masks and gloves and change out every time and spray off every time if they want to. It, it just... It doesn't make any fucking sense. But I've noticed like there's a different culture between Walmart and the other grocery stores. And number one, they don't have any fucking toilet paper. All the other grocery stores do. It, they're more expensive, and that's probably why. Makes total sense to me. And uh, But they're also, everyone's up your ass in, in the grocery lines. They're like right behind you all the fucking time, man. And you go to these other stores and everyone's kind of doing the six feet apart thing and, and everything. I was like, I, I don't understand what that is. I'm just paying attention to my surroundings a lot more now. It's probably because we're cooped up. So when we do get out, we're like more hyper aware. I'm guessing. I, I don't know, but it's that kind of stuff, that kind of behavior. That's so fucking weird. And it's like a, it's like a culture. It's like a mini culture thing. Like you go to certain places and people act a certain way. And then you go to another place and it's completely different. It's very weird. Indeed. I wish we could have people call in. Maybe we'll do a live stream someday soon. You guys can Facebook message us or something. It'd be fun to like talk to people, you know. Yeah, but, I'm sure uh, we're getting some shit. Oh, yeah. Why not? You know? I mean, we're going to be locked up for another month. Maybe we'll do some crazy shit like that, you know? Who knows? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see. What's up? What else is going on? Just hunkering down like the rest of us. Writing some jams, man. I mean, Writing I guess the I guess the upside is that people being locked up and schedules changing, you can maybe free up some time to be creative, kind of start a hobby, you do something constructive, you know, just don't sit there on your ass watching Netflix. Go out and well, that's the figure thing. something out. People sit on their ass and watch Netflix or they look to social media to see what other cool things people other people are doing instead of Getting in touch with themselves. Yeah, figuring something out. Tapping, go, go to a deeper place. Find something that you want to do. Spend a half hour doing it, man. Yeah, you don't necessarily have to be creative. You can do whatever, you know? Yeah. Fix your fucking house, you know? Paint a fucking room. Do something good. Do some push-ups. Get better at whatever it is you're doing. There's a lot of podcasts starting up. <laughs> I bet. I've noticed that on uh, on Facebook, everybody has a podcast now. It's like, wow! See, these will all be a lot of. Hey, it's me again. Whoops! The recorder was full, and it cut us off, like right at the end of the podcast, as I said in the intro. I just didn't want to leave you guys hanging. I just wanted to check back in and let you know what's going on. I just have one thing to say, man. Just um. During this really strange times, really weird time, there's a lot of bands at home that had spring tours that all got canceled. And usually what goes along with that is to prepare for a tour, a band will print a bunch of merchandise. Well, a lot of bands are sitting at home now holding the bag for all of this merch that they can't sell at shows. So if they 
are selling it on their websites. Go check them out and buy a shirt, man. I mean, I've done that exact thing uh, with the Crowbar guys. You know, I bought one of their spring tour shirts, you know, because, you know, they have bills to pay. So just to keep that in mind, you know, the music uh, industry and the music community, especially the rock and roll and heavy metal world, are pretty much hurting right now. So we don't know what's going to happen as far as the summer tours go, but do what you can to go out and support these bands, buy their merch, buy their records, buy whatever, you know, stream their stuff, share their stuff on your social media, and just do what you can, man. And uh, good luck to everyone out there. Everything's going to be fine, I think. You know, it will pass. It will pass. Yeah, right on. Until next time, man. Thank you for listening. This is the Rock Savages Podcast.